Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download the app and then sign up using the promo code CHGO. The baseball winter meetings underway in beautiful, sunny San Diego. Our Ryan Herrera is there and will join us uh, at some point during this podcast. Meanwhile, Cody and I, uh, we're just hanging out in the cold. You know, we're just we're just sitting here at home waiting for something to happen. And all we see yep. is money being thrown around by other teams for for old pitchers, Cody. And when I yep. say money being thrown around, I mean Verlander today gets two years, eighty six million, and then a vesting option for a third year. So generally, that means if he meets some sort of level of criteria that they've set, whether it's innings pitched or wins or whatever in those first two years, then he gets another thirty five million for for a third year. And then DeGrom over the weekend, five for five for 185. And I heard somebody say today, and I almost fell over, and I didn't I didn't fact check this, to, but it sounds like it's don't let, don't right. let don't let the facts get in the way of a good. That's story right. That's stuff. why I'm gonna and this is a podcast. We, we can say whatever the hell we want. Uh <laughs> the, the fact was that Verlander and um with uh, Scherzer. Scherzer with the Mets, those yeah. two contracts together combined for more money than the entire payroll of five different teams in major league baseball. I would guess that those teams are the athletics. Yeah. The, the, the pirates, pirates, probably the Rays, the, the reds, maybe. Could I know Joey Votto's on there, yep. but like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. I would, I would start with those three teams. And met, then those are old there. guys. Cody, I mean, like they're not, yeah. as old, they're not as old as I am, but you're talking about, yes, they are elite pitchers. Man, they're shelling out the cash for old guys now. Yeah. I so just to start what you said at the beginning about how everyone's like how so still the Cubs haven't done anything. Yeah. But the winter meetings are here. I was going to I was trying to find my way to insert my 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 line here, but it's it's classic seasonal depression that we're in right now stuck like <laughs> like like it's cold. There's no sun out. Yeah. I'm stuck inside. I didn't like. 
don't get me wrong. I like doing remote shows, especially when it's cold, but there's something about my mood that gets better. If I have to get up, put clothes on and actually go to the office. Yeah. These remote days are fine. I'm, I'm not trying to get, yeah, rid yeah. Of it. but I'm just saying like, there's like, especially when it's cold and it's gloomy out like it is today. It's like the classic seasonal depression. And like, that's what the Cubs are doing to us right now, but there is good news, but also related to DeGrom and Verlander. Yeah. They're making, that's, just, that's an insane amount of money, man. And <laughs> On Friday, whenever DeGrom went to the Rangers, I was like, finally, Steve Cohen found a line. Uh, but then today, he signs Verlander and gives yeah. him more money. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess there was no line. He, they just like Verlander more than DeGrom. And so now it just feels like, all right, well, we're going to see what happens over the next two to three years and see what was the better move. But, I mean, it's not like DeGrom was young either. He's like, what, 36, 37, something like that. So yeah, um, he's going to get like 37 AAV. And Over 43 the, for Verlander. Yeah, like that's a three mil a season almost. Considering how great both of them are, and considering the age of both of them as well, like that's a pretty significant drop. Like DeGrom opt out just to make a couple million more than he already was. Like, I don't know. Like, I get it, but I if you had the I'm, choice, I'm, which one would you do? If you if you if you were the Mets, where would you invest? Have invested five for one eighty five or Verlander two years eighty six million? If you had your choice, um, well, I guess Verlander just because it's a shorter term deal and like I think if, so too. if and if you if you you know you get a an injury happens, it's not the end of the world. Like if Degrom gets hurt and he's shown to get hurt. The last couple years outside of last year was he entered the season re, like you know coming back right like I you it just you're you feel a little bit more comfortable on that two-year deal with Verlander than you do with DeGrom and you know maybe maybe I'm surprised DeGrom didn't get a contract like that to be honest like what's in, like five more years DeGrom like dude you're in your yeah. mid-30s like I, I also feel like the Rangers were just like, we're going to give him something insane, so insane that he can't say no. And that is something insane that he couldn't say no to, in my opinion. I don't think no. like, maybe he maybe he could have got a higher AAV if he took less years, but they gave him five years of security. Like, not yeah, that- yeah, 185 million is definitely security. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's very uh, wild to think about. Like, I, I think that, you know, like just. In this moment, in this at this time, like yeah, the Verlander contract looks great, more so than Degrom. But I think Degrom still has that higher ceiling, though. I mean, they're both old, right? But Degrom is like he he has been the best pitcher on the planet when healthy for years. And yeah. I Verlander's been up there too. I get it. Like he's, he's the he's the right up there, Cy Young, Cody. Right, right. Verlander's the reigning Cy Young, and somehow his fastball has got gotten faster. At an older age, maybe right. it's the Tommy John. I don't know. I will say this: like, not only is it just two years that you're invested in Verlander, if this is the way the Mets were thinking, it's shorter term. Frankly, he has been the more dependable guy. Like, Degrom, while has the ceiling to be the best pitcher in baseball, Verlander was like there last year at his age. And DeGrom is like a hard and 12 innings since 2018. Like he's been anything but dependable. Mm. And so the Rangers have, who spent $500 million last season and finished with an awful record have now put a boatload of cash 
don't get me wrong, great pitcher when he's healthy, into mm-hmm. a guy with massive question marks. Yeah, I, yeah. They're they're crazy in my opinion. The Rangers are just I, – I wish they were the Cubs throwing that kind of cash around, but like – Right. Wow. I – Again, again, like it's the five years part with yeah. me, with Degrom that like it's like ah, I don't know just because of yeah the injury, but when healthy, man, I think he's he's better than Verlander. So like that's that's my whole basis. Yeah, what if, if what healthy? If, he'd be he if healthy. I think in the next two to three years, I think you could you you might hear Mets fans saying we should have brought Degrom back. I could see it. Especially if the Mets don't win the World Series with Scherzer and Verlander, two really and, old guys, like right, great like, all-time greats, Hall of Famers, right. Right. but they're banking on two old pitchers mm-hmm. to somehow still have that magic late in their career. And I mean, not that they don't have other issues, but like their whole pitching staff, they're banking on two great old guys. Oh yeah, because that doesn't work out too often. You giving that kind of money to those two guys? I mean. Chris Bassett is a free agent. Ty, Ty, Taiwan Walker is out there. Like, I don't envision them bringing those guys back now that they just gave that kind of money to Verlander. So, yeah, they really are kind of baking on these old, these older guys. I don't know too much on the pitching infrastructure on the Mets, but, you know, over, obviously over the course of the last decade, it's been very good. So maybe they have some guys coming up that can fill in. But it's going to be interesting to see how they fill out the rest of the rotation um, because – yeah, you're right. They are really kind of banking on Scherzer and Verlander, who are old. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they still they're still out there performing. Verlander, Cy Young, like you said, and coming off the World Series with the Astros, which honestly kind of scares me a little bit, just because that's even more innings that he added to uh, to the arm this year. Um, but I mean, what does it matter? He's been in the playoffs every single year since he since he was with the Astros, so it probably doesn't mean too much. But yeah, no, it's. It's it's going to be interesting because like I don't know how much like Verlander has left to like, I guess play for or prove like the guy's going to Hall of Fame one day, man. Like he's yeah, like him him going from the Astros, a market that's not like it's it's not small. Like they don't they don't act like a small market team, but they're not New York, Chicago, or Los Angeles. Like right. he's going from from Houston to New York where. They're itching for a World Series. I'm interested to see how he performs in that. Meanwhile, DeGrom's going the opposite. He's going from a big market like the Mets and going to the Rangers where you don't really know what to expect there. I you look at their roster and yeah, they got some they got some prospects and you know, obviously Simeon and, and Seeger are there and like, you know, they 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 could be an up and coming team, but I don't know. I think for Degrom individually, I think that this this works out for him. I think he can live, work, play out the rest of his career like comfortably and not have to deal with the New York media. Down no state throat. tax, by the way. Right. No like state I, tax on his one hundred eighty five million dollars. That's that's another right. pile of cash that stays and, in his pocket. May and maybe you know for Degrom too. He's just maybe maybe he doesn't care about winning the World Series. I, I I'm not saying it, but like that's what it looks like when you leave the Mets, a team that won 101 games last year to go to the Rangers that didn't make the playoffs. You gave all that money to those two shortstops and they didn't win anything. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's. And, and it sounds like he did many report, multiple reports saying he didn't even give the chance, the Mets a chance to match that. You know, he was, he was took the cash and was out of town. Like he was not really happy in New York. And then the Mets had to be like, well, all right, what do we do? We, we have to have a frontline starter. What do we do? And they found Verlander and were like, 
here's here's two years, maybe three years, and you're going to make like an average of like forty million dollars a season for three years if you're if you are what you say you are. And I don't think I don't think that's I don't think that's the wrong move. And then you mentioned Bassett, and I thought, well, he he's another guy that you've heard mentioned. Like, could the Cubs touch on Bassett? Is is he the guy they should go after? But then I saw this weekend that you know he's thirty four and he wants a four or five year deal. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be what um, Michael Collada accuses Tom Ricketts of being on, on every show. And I saw he he's ready. The chat's pretty lit up today. It's pretty good. And and I yeah. briefly caught in there that Collada said crickets from Ricketts still. But yeah. and I I know you have to spend the money and you're gonna have to risk a bad contract. But I don't know if I'm re- I'm willing to risk a bad contract on Bassett. No. For four to five years, I'd rather risk that on somebody like Degrom, DeGrom. or Verlander than, <laughs> yeah. than I would on Chris Bassett for four to five more years when he's going to be like thirty nine forty at the end of the deal. Like he's yeah. he's just not that of a lead of a pitcher for me to be like, yeah, four or five more years for a guy that's in his mid thirties. That seems crazy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I, that's kind of the thing. Is you know, I I think that at this point. The Cubs know that they're going to have to, you know, spend more than maybe they put out in their stupid modules that they have in their front office full of dudes that look at analytics only. Um, they're, they they have to know that they're going to have to do that, especially with how this market has has, has sprung. I mean, yeah, Clevenger got $12 million for one year. You know, like these, these one-year deals that we talked about how the Cubs want to do, like – you know, he got that. And then, you know, the, we were talking about DeGrom and Verlander on these short term or Verlander on the short term deal. And then and then DeGrom on the five on the five year deal. Someone was in my mentions on Twitter today saying that, you know, Rodon, Sango or Rodon, because uh, obviously the, the Cubs are, I guess uh, the Cubs are interested in in, in Jameson. And I can't say his last name. Ty on Ty on. Yeah. Um, so they're interested in him. And then someone in my mention was like, the Cubs should be it should go get Rodon or, or Senga. And we talked about Senga plenty, but Rodon has to expect to get at least six years now. And I like know. Even, and like that's an to me, that's an even bigger risk than DeGrom because at least DeGrom has a decade's worth of success. Rodon has been great for one and a half seasons. And has had now, plenty of arm arm problems. Just ask exactly. the White Sox. That's why they let him go. Exactly. Now Again, I, I I would take him. I'd get on board for it. But, like, I'm just talking about the market value now. Because of what DeGrom got, Rodon has to be saying that he's he's accepting six years or more, and that's it. Like, he's not taking anything less than six. If I was him, that's, like, you know what I mean? Like, they just gave a five-year deal to a guy who's injury-prone and, 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 ha- and is old. And he's like 30, 31 I know. coming off like, you know, his best season of his career. Like to me, it's like it's kind of easy to just kind of project that out now. Like there, there's absolutely no way that the Cubs are going to be interested in 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 Rodon now. And I, I don't see it unless they, they do spend like the Rangers did. Like and, and personally, like I would have been OK with Rodon on like a four or five year deal. But if you're talking six or more with that injury history, I don't know, man. It depends on what the money would be. And if there's some opt-outs in there, like, I don't know. Like, I know the Cubs haven't even been in 
rumored with Rodon. But I'm just saying, like, no. I'm talking about market value right now. Like, that's that's the whole point of this is because of these signings. Now the Cubs they they have to expect that they're going to have to pay more or give one or two more years to whoever or give up prospects, Cody. Or get right. or give up prospects and go the trade route because I don't know what the other option is, right? Like exactly right. what you're saying. Like it's yes. it's expensive to sign these guys, and and you're you're signing guys that more than even the everyday players that are out there that are are looking for big deals. Certainly more. If you had to take a risk on these, this is I believe why the Cubs have you know finally decided to try and develop their young pitching, right? Mm-hmm. Like pitchers are an inherited risk. Like they just are. And and if you're paying this much money for guys that are old thirties, mid thirties and up, this is why I would rather spend the money on the everyday, spend the insane money on the everyday player, the shortstop, whoever it might be. Mm -hmm. And I know we've seen that go kind of all over the place. Tom is saying in the chat, and by the way, the chat is great today. Thanks. Hit all the like buttons, please. If you can, Um, he's saying Cubs, don't need any uh, mid-tier pitchers for multiple years like Bassett, Rodon, Senga, clear upper tier if the Cubs want to get a pitcher, but don't overpay. Listen, we talked about this, and I think it was RWB that was saying, suggesting maybe you go one or the – maybe you're not filling every hole this offseason. Maybe you go all in on the position players with the money, and you don't go all in on those starters. Instead, you just bring back Miley or Smiley and and maybe you invest in one of the smaller guys. Maybe it is Tyon or or somebody. Mm. But I I'd be okay with them spending the money almost strictly on uh, and just leaving the pitching the way it is and and rolling the dice that your young pitchers aren't as far away as you think they are. Like if yeah. if Steele takes another jump, or if you're willing to leave Keegan Thompson where he's at and he takes a jump, and I get it, it's a lot of what ifs, but I. I don't believe the Cubs are winning the World Series next year. So I I feel like they have another year where they can sit there and say, all right, let's ride the pitching thing one more year. Let's mildly invest in it. Wait for the young guys, but not let's not do something stupid and and give six years to somebody that's not going to be any good the second half of it when we're actually trying to compete. Yeah. I, uh, I don't – what what do you like about the shortstop talk over the weekend? First, it was all Dansby Swanson, mm. and then Bob Nightingale's like, no, no, they're actually <laughs> Xander Bogarts. They're that he's he's become their top target, and yeah. then he throws in at the end. But they're still talking to Correa. Okay, so they're right. still they're still talking, well, talking to the big guys, except for Turner, probably. Right. Well, I was getting ready to say that Passon just dropped a bomb and said that the that Turner and and the Phillies are are in agreement on a contract. Don't know the details yet. So wow, uh, there's one down, and well, uh, so there's, there's that could start left. it though. Yeah, that could start it. That could absolutely start it. Um, per, and 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 this was this was uh, you know a, a very talked about thing last week. It's not necessarily super surprising, but I'm going to be interested to see what this contract and, and this money is. Um, but as far as the talk over the weekend, you know, I. You know, especially with with, with Xander Bogarts, uh, you know, it, it it makes a lot of sense with a guy like Xander Bogarts. You know, play, like playing with David Ross, uh, Jed Hoyer. I think is was when he was with the Red Sox. Helped was one of the key reasons and why he even became a Red Sox. Like they they they've known who he is for a long time. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, we've we've talked about Correa for months, almost a year. It feels like at this point, you know what I mean. Um, and Did you Swanson, see the financials on this, Cody? Sorry to interrupt you. The the source is saying eleven years, three hundred million, full no trade clause. What? Wow! If that's crazy, I mean, that Where are that's you why. That? Again, uh, this was a uh, Kylie McDaniel retweeted Jeff Pat. Mm, I see said, it. I see it. I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kylie McDaniel source Turner is getting eleven years, three hundred million with a full no trade clause. Okay, so I mean, you, you know, Correa is getting something close to that. Yeah. Right, That's actually you know, eleven years. Yeah, the years is wild, but the three hundred million is actually less than I expected. To be honest, I honestly thought he'd get Me a little too, bit more. But I didn't but expect eleven years. Eleven years, yeah. By the way, this so this puts the Dodgers on high alert, just like the Mets were after yeah. they lost Degrom. Yeah, get so, busy, Jed. Yeah, so to just react to all of this, <laughs> yeah, this is this is my stance, and I said this beforehand. When I said that we all need to remain calm and we need to just wait and see until at least until one comes off the board. One is now off the board. Yeah. And I I and will admit dog. I'm getting a little nervous over here. All right. Like I'm <laughs> I'm definitely getting a little nervous. I'm hoping that this Xander Bogart stuff is 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 true. And you know, Korea, the, the talk about Korea has been very quiet over the last five days, it feels like. So I don't know. Maybe the Cubs are – clearly he's been linked to the Cubs for months. So, like, it's still there. And Swanson, he's also obviously been linked to the Cubs over the last week. So, like, am I hitting the panic button? No. I'm I'm just – I'm letting everyone know. I'm not sitting here being a homer. I'm letting y'all know that, yeah, I'm a little nervous. And, like, the Cubs need to get something done. Turner just set the market. 11 years, 300 million. Yeah. Get it? Like, I don't care how you do it. This is, to me, the money and the years don't matter. For the shortstops, doesn't matter. You got to get one. I don't care who. I genuinely don't care who. You got to get one because it. you do that. First off, one. the first reason is because they're all better than anything the Cubs have outside of Nico Horner anyway. Even And they're all better than Nico Horner right now anyway as well. But, like, you got to pair someone with Nico Horner. They're, they're all better than what the Cubs already have. And, and they're all better than any of the other cheaper options. So if you if you're serious, if you're serious about being competitive next season in that wild card chase at the very least, you gotta get one of these guys. You yeah. absolutely gotta get one. And you and it brings in veteran leadership. And you like we we talked a lot last season about how they don't have like that identity. You know what I mean? Yeah. This guy kind of whoever one of these one of these three guys left, that brings that brings that. That brings this like if Bogarts is so comparable to the entire John Lester situation that it like that it makes that much more sense to me. So like right now, again, I don't care who it is, just give me one of them because it just it it answers a lot of questions and where the Cubs think this this uh you know the the next two to three years are gonna be like. So right. We don't yeah, even want, I, we don't at. even want to talk about the uh, the possibility of them getting shut out on the shortstops. You don't, and because this first domino is gone, and it's Turner, and it's not surprising because he wasn't really rumored to the Cubs. And yes, I know, like the average, the AAV isn't crazy for a guy, but eleven years is a lot of dough. And the no trade clause, by the way, mm-hmm. that that's not a factor because if he's a bum late in, in this in, in his age, 
the Philly fans will run him out of town anyways. He'll, <laughs> he'll be begging for a trade at the end of the thing. So don't worry about that. I'm just saying you're right. You have to get one. I think the Dodgers become the front runner in the Correa talks. They will, they will mm-hmm. throw all their money at Correa if that's who they believe the guy is. It doesn't seem Cub-like for the Cubs to be a team that would outbid the Dodgers or maybe the Yankees or uh, whoever else, Giants, whoever else might be in the mix at shortstop. It doesn't seem Cub-like for them to be the team that would come out on top in, in, the, in the highest bid in that market. So if that is the I, case. I, I still think that the Dodgers and Judge is still a possibility, especially now with Turner gone. Can you imagine if can you imagine that the Dodgers, like if they got Judge and Correa? No, I don't think they'll do that. I don't I don't either, but I'm just saying I will say this Clayton Kershaw gave them a deal in free agency. One year's twenty one year twenty million is a hometown discount. When you consider that DeGrom's getting thirty seven mil, Verlander's getting forty three mil. Less than half the money you're paying for Verlander, you're getting Kershaw. I know. I, I'm not saying the guy's not hurt all the time, too. He is. But when Kershaw's right, he's everybody bit as good as Justin Verlander. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, who's the best pitcher the last, like, 20 years? Those are the two names that come up, Verlander and Kershaw. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, like, and with DeGrom, when healthy. Yeah. He, he's allowed them mm-hmm. a little leeway to go spend a little extra money somewhere else. Uh, and and that scares me a little bit. So if it is Swanson and Bogarts, I just say, go go do it. Like yeah. don't wait around. If if Correa is going to drag you along, if that's what's going on, I wouldn't wait around around for him forever. If you think yeah. you get Swanson and or Bogarts, I would go for it. Yeah, uh, for a lot of people reacting in the chat, and it's it's not surprising to a lot of the comments. And but Fernando Rodriguez, uh, he says. Thank you for the dollar ninety nine. By the way, he says deep down, I know the Cubs not getting anyone. And listen, oh, like no. I, I totally get it. Like I totally get it. I totally get it. But we, if the Cubs don't, if the Cubs do not get any of these shortstops, y'all will get the rant, and we can all be here and vent and be angry together. And I'm going to tell Ryan to take off his stupid reporter hat and give us a rant as well. Like he, we will, we will all deserve that. Okay. There is absolutely no excuse, no excuse at all for the Cubs to not get one of the three shortstops left. Get it freaking done, Jed. Just get it done. Yeah, well, Ryan's not wearing a hat, so he doesn't have to take off the reporter hat. And there he is joining us live from, uh, what is it, Ryan, the Marriott Marquis uh, Marina in San Diego? It's the, uh, it's like the, the something Grand Hyatt. I forgot what the M stands Grand for. Hyatt. All something right. Grand Hyatt. Something Grand Hyatt. So, in San Diego, yes. How's it going, so, gentlemen? We get the big news coming that Turner's getting three hundred million over eleven years, no trade clause. Do you think that will send the lobby into a total buzz this afternoon? Uh, it already has. <laughs> I could hear it behind <laughs> me as I'm setting up. Uh, it already has, and um, you know that's a huge move. Of course, uh, it's it's that may that may be what the you know the shortstop market has been a little slow. That may be what kind of gets it going. I can I can hear it behind me. I'm sure the you know the reporters inside are inside the workroom are already kind of going crazy typing at the computers right now. Um, it's big news. It is very big news. Eleven years, three hundred million dollars like that is that's a lot. It's a lot of money, a lot of years. So um, yeah, I I expect it. It's already hectic a little bit. I expect it to get a little crazier. Uh, and there may be you know maybe maybe some more moves coming down that have an effect on the Cubs and what they're trying to do this offseason. 
the, the Cubs have not set a time to like come out and speak yet with the media today. Is that correct? You don't have a set time, do you yet for like Jed saying, I'm going to come down and talk to you guys. Not, not yet. Uh, we're still okay. kind of waiting on word on that. Just, I like just that. To make sure we get him. But of course uh, I will have a, you know, like a little beat recap coming out later today. Uh, um, that will kind of recap a little bit about what Jed, what Jed talks about when he does. Uh, we do have, I know we have David Ross tomorrow. Uh, it will be after the show, but you know, all these, like it, a lot of these things are happening after we do the show. Obviously we're two hours behind over here, uh, right. but we will have, I will have like beat recaps going up on YouTube, on Twitter, Instagram, whatever that kind of give you a little bit of the lay of the land when those guys talk. And again, if, if the Cubs now respond to this shortstop move or the pitching moves earlier in the day with Verlander, if the Cubs respond to that and it comes at six o'clock tonight, we're going to do an emergency podcast. Like, like if, if the signing happens just because it's after one twenty, don't think that we're not going to be there. Like we're going to jump right back on this and, and, and get after it. So, you know, we've heard a lot of different names. We've heard Jamison Tyon. We've heard uh, Dansby Swanson. We've heard Bogarts. Um, like you said, maybe this is the first domino that finally gets it going, but it does sort of seem like who was saying it last week? Was it pass insane? Like it's just going to be crazy at the winter meetings. Like it's the, the floodgates are going to open. Does it sort of feel that way in San Diego? Like yeah. the floodgates have just like opened up for free agency. Yeah. I mean, when like two of the top five biggest free agents have signed within hours of each other, that's what it feels like. It feels like the gate has opened, like the, the drawbridge has been pulled down and like, you know, the, the, the Trojan horse has been inserted into, into the city. Like it's, it's coming. That's what it feels like at least. So um, I'm, ex- I'm expecting a few emergency podcasts at some point this week. I guess I'm kind of hoping for it too, right? We haven't had it yet, but <laughs> I want it. Sean says emergency pod if they sign Austin Romine. No, no. Emergency yes. podcast if they sign Correa. Emergency podcast if they sign Bogarts or Swanson. Or somebody else big on that list. Even Ty on, I think, is worthy of one just because of the impact he would bring to that rotation immediately. So, um, it, have you heard anything else about Ty on? I, I saw Feinstein send that tweet this morning, and then I haven't seen anything else. Like, is there any any other word coming out about when you know maybe just the expectation of when he might decide, or I don't know. Like, what can you tell me about that? <laughs> Yeah, no, we haven't gotten any extra word uh, outside of, you know, obviously Mark Feinstein's tweet. Um, but we kind of knew that. We kind of knew he had, like, a, a really deep market. and that the like, I, don't, I don't know that we knew specifically how involved the Cubs were, but we knew that's a pitcher that fits in well with what the Cubs are trying to do. Uh, yeah, no, we don't have any more word on exactly what he's thinking, like who he's meeting with, when he's, you know, when he plans to sign. Um, but it, if, if the market starts heating up like it has been, like, you know, it would be – the Grom's off the board. Verlander's not off the board. Rodon probably not far behind. And then you start getting into that middle tier with the you know, Kodai Senga, Chris Bassett, Tyon is, is going to be one of those guys. So once yeah. you know, once a pitcher start coming off the board, those guys are going to teams are going to start ponying up the money to get those guys. What I do think. you, what do you th- at, at Turner's deal? Eleven years, three hundred million. Uh, Cody and I were saying like the three hundred million is not surprising at all. The eleven years is sort of surprising. If, if you had to bet on which way the Cubs would rather go more years or more money, which do you think they would rather invest in? 
I would I would say higher AAV, lower years. Me too. The contract the Cubs are looking at. Um, just kind of, I mean, it's just kind of, uh, you know, looking back at what, how Jed has talked about things, how they've kind of worked. You know, let's say a Suzuki contract, Marcus Stroman contract, like nothing over five years. Uh, I think even go back to the U Darvish one, that was six years. Uh, and I don't know that they're, I don't want to say like they're afraid to get kind of snake bitten with another Jason Hayward type contract. Um, I don't think any executive should think that way because they're going to lose out on a lot of good players if you, if you, you know, do things that way. Uh, but I, I think if they can get a guy for just more money for less years, I think that I, I think Chad would probably lean that way a little more uh, versus giving out an 11 year contract for uh, a 29 year old shortstop. That, so what's what's the setup like there, Ryan? Like that they have just like a media room, right, where the writers are kind of all gathered, and then it's just kind of. If the last time I was there, it's it's a big meeting room and then a lot of lingering, right? You you see, you're more likely to see the going up and down the elevators than you are walking through the media room usually. Yeah, yeah, the the big media room and the in the grand ballroom. Um, that's obviously where everyone's set up, and then you have like you have people walking behind me, obviously. <laughs> Um, right outside the media room, but then uh, you know we got like on the second floor. MOB Network has a big kind of like uh, you know the like the studio ish setup mm-hmm. up there. Um, you got one, and you can't see it right behind me, but a couple cameras with a couple chairs right behind um, set up. But, yeah, it's it's all over the place, and you just got people walking up and down the halls, lingering, doing things. Um, it's a cool setup. Obviously, a lot of a lot a lot of people, so you need a, you need a place this size. Uh, but you know, it's day one. People everywhere, meeting a bunch of people, seeing a bunch of people. I haven't seen uh, like any players walk through yet, but you know, maybe maybe that comes, maybe that happens, or maybe they just stay up in the hotel rooms and never come downstairs. We'll see. <laughs> Brandon is asking us in the chat, all three of us. Uh, do you think Correa ends up with now more or less than Turner? And I don't know if he means years or money. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I, with the Dodgers still in play, looking for a team, and the Giants still in play, and the Yankees still in play, potentially looking for a shortstop, and obviously the Cubs in play. Depends on how depends on how bad they want that those top tier shortstops. I bet you, I wouldn't be surprised if he got more. Yeah, based what off youth. You, yeah, because he's younger. What I don't know. Some. What do you think, Ryan? I know a lot of people thought. Turner had the potential to maybe outdo Correa, but I still think Correa gets the bigger deal. I, I think now that Turner set the market, um, you know, the teams that may get desperate may even give Correa more. I don't know. I, I, I do feel like now that Trey Turner got 11 years, Carlos Correa is going to be looking for something years wise in that range. Um, which again, I don't, you know, we don't know if the Cubs are very, uh, would be very happy to give out of like a 10 year deal at this point. Um, so it may end up being more money for a couple of less years. I mean, I, I'm curious to see, I don't, I don't, I don't have a feel for exactly how now the teams that are out of the Trey Turner sweepstakes will approach Carlos Correa. Uh, it could, it, it could be again, a team that, that just needs a shortstop decides to pony up and, and pay him a little bit more, or, you know, the market plays out and they realize that Trey Turner was the top option and then they pay him less. I'm not sure. And Matthew Gregory's talking about 12 years. Yeah, if you want more years than Turner, he's talking about a, a 12-year contract. That's like that's like Marion Hosa with the Blackhawks type deal. Like yeah. 
I, I, he is a very young player. He's a very talented player. Boy, a lot can go wrong in anybody's career in any sport for 12 years. I, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, it's going to be a fascinating two days. Like I can't, mm. we've been waiting for basically this day for a year and a half, at least to see what the Cubs are going to do and how invested the Ricketts and Jed will go forward and what they're going to do. And we're, we're right on the lip of it now. Like we're, we're at the edge of the grand Canyon and we're, we're looking down to see how far is that fall? Or is there a donkey coming up? That's going to, you know, carry me out of this because man, it's, they don't want to be the team that ends up with nothing. I'll just tell you that. And so they, yeah. if, if they have to do something, it's going to make for a very – I'm glad you're there because it's going to make for a very interesting 24, 48 hours because if if you leave San Diego and the Cubs haven't nailed down a shortstop or somehow made a deal for a pitcher, all hell is going to break loose at that Cubs convention. I'm just telling you, like, that, it is not going to be a happy place. Like, Yeah. I, I'll just say on Relay to Correa, I think he just cares about making more money than Turner. So – in a way, I think that benefits the Cubs. Maybe he gets eight years, three fifty. You know, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just throwing out a number. But like, I, if that's the case, I'm fi- I'm fine with it. I, I I I said I don't care. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um. So, but uh, I do think that Bogarts and Swanson would be less than what Turner got, and uh, I do th- I do think that they're just as they're just like. They're just as good as as, as Trey Turner in, in their own way, I, in my opinion. I, I we, we sat here all year. We sat here all year and yelled about what the Cubs have on their roster. I, they would all be perfectly fine given the role that they would automatically be made into. So I don't – I genuinely don't really care at this point. Just one. Just give me one. Phillies are acting like a major, major market team with the way they have been spending – and uh, they're going for it. Think about the money they have in Harper and now Turner. That's like $50 million each for, for long-term deals moving forward. Like they have – the Cubs have not invested in this team yet, so we will see what they do. Mm-hmm. Ryan, I know, we know you're busy. Um, <laughs> if you get something, you got time to jump back in. Can you jump back in? We'll do it. Yes, I will. All right, go, go main order. If there's a buffet there, you know, swing by that too. Don't mm-hmm. – don't, yeah, let, let us know how the buffet is. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do. If there is one, I haven't seen one yet, but maybe maybe one shows up. <laughs> you find Bruce Levine, you'll find I that buffet. That's my advice to you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you can I'll tell Bruce guys. I said it. We'll see you, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so everyone reacting to what I said about uh, Correa, eight years, three fifty again. Yeah. I'm not a math guy. Not a math guy. I'm just saying if you got to pay him more money, which is more than 300 million, but for less years, then then fine. Like what? He got 10 years. Okay, nine years, 320. I I don't know. I I, I suck at math, Luke. I suck at math. Like me too. And I know a lot of people are mad that the Phillies are the team that you have teams like the Phillies and Rangers spending big money because they're not a big as big a market or as big a draw as the Cubs. Philly is. And I get that. The Cubs are not. The Cubs are in a spot where they should absolutely start spending money. There, there is they no are. questioning that whatsoever, right? Got their own mm. TV market. Like, at some point, you cannot let Phil, the Philadelphia Phillies be outspending you like they are. Like with yeah. deals like this, I will Landing say this: Harper, 
landing Turner. Like, so eventually the Cubs are going to have to get in that, in that pool. Right. No, I listen, Philly's roster right now. Sure. Yeah. You got the star power. No doubt. I won't lie though. I still don't think that they like, maybe they move the needle. Like maybe, maybe, maybe they win the division next year, but that division's really good. I mean, they did that cause they, they got to stay in co- competition with the Braves and, 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 you know, the Mets getting Verlander. I, that's the difference between the Cubs and the Phillies. Like, I'm sorry, but like the Cubs are going up against not as great competition. But that's another reason. Series, Cody, you still got to compete with those teams. Like sooner or later, it's not just your division. I get it. I know what you're saying. Like if they run in, and I know they did sweep the Phillies at the end, you know, last season. But like, (laughs) yeah, you had you had Turner to that lineup, and that lineup, which was already absolutely crazy, Mm -hmm. just got even better. Like it, it just got even better. I will say this: if you're in Philadelphia, you better wear your shady rays because the future's bright for the Phillies. Yeah, absolutely. You should definitely, yeah, definitely. (laughs) If you're in Philadelphia and you don't have your shady rays because of, you know, just the, the, the star power that's shining right at you, not only with the (laughs) Phillies, but also like what the Eagles are doing. I mean, sheesh, you need to invest in maybe one or five pairs, maybe 10. I don't know. Uh, But shady rays is the perfect brand. I would suggest, you know I mean? They, they never understood why sunglasses were so expensive. So they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. Lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Dropped in a lake, off a cliff, anything. If you the, the stars are shining from Philly, if the, if all the stars are shining in your eyes and it breaks your shady rays, then you can get another pair and hopefully they make them a little bit stronger for you. Uh, either way, they will replace them for free. Even with that stronger protection program, they will manage to make quality that can tell you holding, holding in my hand seems just as good as an expensive pair that have never been worn. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. They stand behind their product and hold our team that if anyone and, and told our team that if anyone has a problem, they can throw profit out the window and do what it takes to get it right. Free returns and exchanges. You either love Shady Rays or you either... You either love the shades or shady rays. Shady rays will pay the sh- to ship them back. That's it exclusively for everyone who listens to the CHO Cubs podcast. Shady rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for fifty percent off two or more pairs at shadyrays.com. Buy one get one free. If you get you get two pairs for as low as fifty four dollars. Redeem only at shadyrays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. Luke, I'm telling you. They're totally worth it, and I, I got beautiful. mine right now. And, and I, I wore, wore mine. Them, so. I wore mine to the uh, tailgate yesterday when I was standing in the so, sunshine. So did I. I. So did you? Yeah, Cody yeah. had these reflectors on, and it was like, uh, well, he was the vibe. He was the vibe of the of the tailgate. Let's be honest, and you know that's pretty much always the case. By the I'm way, sorry, I've been this taking- was a struggle, guys. I don't read the shady rays ad often, so don't. <laughs> you can stop trolling me in the comments. Damn. Yeah, we don't <laughs> math. 
and we and we don't and, math, and we don't and we read. don't read. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we put microphones in front of our faces and get paid just, to do to talk. We don't we don't math, we don't read, we just rant. That should be our yes. next shirt. Yes. Uh, oh my god, yes. Uh, I've been taking AG1 because, you know, I didn't have time, wanted better gut health, more energy, and optimized immune system. I've been on it since April. I love it because it doesn't taste super healthy, but it is super healthy, and instead it's got this mild tropical flavor to it. Here's what it is. One scoop of AG1, you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. A special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, aging, all those things. I get that boost of energy right away, so I take it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach and giddy up, there I go. It is lifestyle friendly too, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, all good with AG1. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than three bucks a day. It's recommended by professional athletes, more than 7,000 five-star reviews. So right now, Reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, just one scoop in a cup of water, and that's it. You don't need a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash chgocubs. Again, athleticgreens.com slash chgocubs to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance the chat Luke, is lit it is lit and it's going to get even more lit because the yankees just made a huge signing luke what they do tell me hit me with it Cody. <laughs> well i'm talking to one they, they announced that gm brian cashman to a four-year contract oh, blah, blah. <laughs> who cares who cares it's the big signing yankees fans have been waiting for oh, luke yeah they're can you imagine signing. what they're saying? They're like, we don't want him for four years if he's not going to spend some money. Um, that's not him. That's probably their owner. Somebody had something in here that I was laughing about. I'm trying to find the chat and see if it's gone too far. <laughs> Someone says Jed needs some AG. I know a lot of people are saying <laughs> if they don't get Correa um, or they don't mm. get Bogarts, the whole offseason's a bust. No, I still think Swanson is a good move. Mm. Like The Cubs are definitely a better team with Dansby Swanson than they are without Dansby Swanson. It's just if they get Swanson, if he's the guy they decide to give their money to in free agency instead of the other two, or the other two choose a different team and they end up with Swanson, then I just want to see him make an, a big move, bigger, another bigger move in the outfield and or first base and or pitcher. Like something has to come with Dansby Swanson. Whereas if they do Correa, in my opinion, like Correa alone would make this off season worthwhile for me. Like I, mm. I can deal with all the moving parts at the other positions and not having every hole filled. If you add Correa in the off season, if you add Bogarts, I feel almost the exact same way because I think those two guys are, I, I feel real good about either one to be honest the, with you. And I, there are a lot of reports on um, people pointing out on Twitter. I, Dom has been all over it too, that Bogarts is a diehard Cubs grew up a diehard Cubs fan. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you care about that or not, but don't think for a second if the money isn't equal, if the money is equal, that growing up watching D. Lee and, and Aramis Ramirez and Sammy Sosa, it, it's going to factor. It does factor into his decision. All things are equal. He would go to the team he loved as a kid. Why wouldn't he? Well, yeah. And then also there'll be some familiarity with the Cubs anyway, with David Ross here. And then, you know, he That's has right. some sort of relationship with Jed Hoyer, I believe. So, 
You know, I, 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 I do think that those things factor in clearly not full on, like at the end of the day, like that's why the Cubs got him type stuff. But yeah, yeah. it definitely goes into it. Cause I do think that a lot of these free agents want to go somewhere where they feel like they're going to be comfortable. Again, Turner was highly popular with the Phillies because a Bryce Harper was there and B because their spring training is in Florida where he lives in the off season. Right. So like that, those, those were two big things outside of money that got Turner to go to, to the Phillies. Right. Uh, but then all, obviously the contract and the money is probably number one, but also they just won the world series too. So like, you know, when you win, you know, you can, you, you're going to get people to want to come play with your, with your, with your squad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, De La Cruz says is Jed at the zoo, the San Diego zoo. <laughs> it is a famous zoo. Let's be honest. Like you, you know, might want to stop by, but do it, please do it after signing one of the shortstops. That would be, yeah. that would be my advice. I saw Nearns had some good comments in here. Did you see what he sent us? Uh, and I'm going to have to find out how to make, I'm going to send it to my wife back. about the technicality of, of what we're doing here, but he Nearn created a Google doc for us. So we can all be fake Cubs GMs this off season. And Oh, great. He wants you to, he wants you to copy the doc so that not everybody's requesting access to his Google doc. Like you can copy the link and make your own doc. And it's a way to track the amount of money the Cubs have been spent, we'd be spending in 2023. So you're not just, you know, what the payroll is going to reach a certain amount. It's kind of a cool thing. I think it's fun. And maybe I will try and get into this doc. I will try to get into this doc uh, later today. I'm not going to go in it until they sign somebody though. Like I, I don't ever need to enter anything into Niren's slick Google document here to be a fake GM until they actually do something to put in there like yeah make it happen let's I go agree. here we go let's like go. It, i mm. cody i i pounded the fact that i wanted them to be the first domino yeah he did and 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 the, and he's still, they the still first domino for me because they weren't in on Degrom or verlander that just wasn't right. happening well they still can kind of be because did we ever really fully have any hope that turner was coming to the cups like Sure, the Cubs were interest kings for Turner, but like, have they been linked to Turner like they have been Correa or even Bogarts all all year? I feel like even Bogarts was more connected to the Cubs than Turner was during the season and during this off season, the the slow part of it. You know what I mean? Like, but why? That's my question. Like, why would they if they had identified the other guys? Like if, if for well, reason, I'm not saying that they weren't interested in them. Like I said, they were interest kings for for Turner, yeah. but okay. like, so but they weren't but like, they weren't tied because maybe the conversation from his agent wasn't like he's yeah. dying to come to the Cubs, right? Because again, you have to do factor in like, did he even want to come to the Cubs to begin with? I don't know. Like, we'll probably find out within the next day or two. Like, who came down to it besides the Phillies? But I mean, I don't know. Like, that's that's kind of like what I'm getting at here. So. I think, you know, you kind of mentioned this last week, you know, the Cubs need to be that first domino because if Judge signs before Correa with someone, then the market for Correa is only going to increase, right? So that's why it's kind of like, yeah, then they need to they need to get Correa or Bogarts or Swanson before Judge signs. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I believe that that will happen. Uh 
not like I wouldn't bet on it, but like I, I feel like that's how <laughs> yeah, the market is going. Anything, Cody, right, you're on. right. I was betting on Green Bay and IUPUI this morning. All right, uh, but but you know what I mean. Like that, I I think I think judges I think Judge is going to sign after the short stops, uh, sign. So again, like that's that's where I'm coming from with it. You know, I mean, so I don't yeah. know, man. It's it's it's. Uh, I I just think at this point, like there's just more there's just more pressure on the Cubs to, to get this done. And, you know, like a lot of people in the chat asking, like, I think Lil Yumper said something basically asking the question, like, how do we look at this front office if they come out of this offseason with, with no major impact players? And it's like, everyone is going to yell about the Ricketts, but honestly, I'll be sitting here yelling about Jed Hoyer and Carter Hawkins. I will be screaming about them so much more. You know why? Because they're the ones that have to go get the deals done. They're the ones. They're the ones who have to to get who get the job done. There were there were there were times that Theo Epstein didn't get the guy, but there were times that he did get the guy. You know what I mean? So like, none of this. If not if this comes out that the Cubs don't get an, an impact player, I I think there's more blame on Jed Hoyer and Carter Hawkins than 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 on ownership, because the Cubs have their payrolls at like 120 some million dollars or whatever. Yeah, they're not paying anyone. Um, Niren's trying to be the voice of reason. He says, I see a lot of sign this and sign that. I wanted people to look at how payroll works. It's not limitless. And I'm looking over at my uh, TV and John Morosi's talking about how the Cardinals are among teams right now interested in Dansby Swanson. Boy, the Cardinals are throwing their name into the mix for a lot of different things. I don't know if they're just doing it to keep their name in the public or if they're trying to drive up the price for a team like the Cubs just by, just by saying to somebody like, Oh yeah, we're totally in on Dansby Swanson. Let me tell you this: if the if the Cardinals end up with one of these shortstops and the Cubs do not, then yeah. then forget Niren's do- mm. Google Doc, like the limitless payroll. If they end up with Arenado, Goldschmidt, and one of these shortstops, and the Cubs don't, then I won't I won't have a way to defend that. The like. There is no way to defend that. Swanson will go to the Cardinals and he'll be way better than what all of you in the chat are saying because that's what the Cardinals do. That's I'm just saying, like that that's what I'm they okay do with if it actually happens. I, I'm okay with Damsey Swanson too, but there's just like this rhetoric on not only in the chat but on social media that like Damsey Swanson is an awful baseball player. No, he's, is, not. He's, be- he's better than any other guy that playing second base for the Cubs right now. If if it, if Dansby Swanson means first of all defensively, especially if you add that center fielder that's really good defensively up the middle, they could be outrageously good by moving Nico to second base. Like that it would be would outrageously be a, good defensively for sure. A, absolutely would be great defensively. Mm. Um, and yeah, if, if my no, choice is Dansby Swanson at short, who's great defensively and and maybe has some question marks, but more power than some of the guys at shortstop, over not getting anybody, my choice is Dansby Swanson. <laughs> like that, yeah. the one outcome that's no good is they get nobody. That's right. the outcome Absolutely. that's no good. Absolutely. Now re- related to what you the the Morosi tweet about the Cardinals, listen. I've been I've I'm not removing myself from from this hill that I've put myself on since yeah. the trade deadline. I'm I'm not doing it. The Cardinals do not spend money in free agency. They do not. They 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 
convince these dumb small organizations that are poverty to trade them their best players and then convince them to pay them money to so they can pay their said players, i.e. Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt at this point, and then they extend them and they pay them that way. But are they, have name one major player in the last decade that they have really gone out and, and paid significant money to. And the only guy that I can think of is Dexter Fowler. And that was not even a $100 million contract. So you're not buying it. You think they might no. just... No! Are you buying the fact what I'm saying, that they just might throw their name out there to just try and be driving up prices for the teams they know are trying that, to get it, a.k.a. Absolutely. the Cubs? Absolutely, yes. I, I do believe They're that. They're that petty. They're that petty. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I they, think so, you know. too. I agree. But, probably that I petty. also, again, I think the Cardinals need pitching. I think that their their fan base should be livid, upset that they have they were not even in talks for a guy like Verlander or DeGrom, considering how close they could be to actually being a World Series contender. That's what I think. I think they are a major pitcher away from being a real World Series contender, and they just they weren't even in conversations for those two guys. Now, there's still guys out there, and you know, I, I'm hearing that Quintana might go back there. Fine, like they're fine, like you're You'll probably be in the race for the division again. Cool, but like you got an older, you got a, you got an Arenado and Goldschmidt in in their thirties coming off the best seasons of their career, arguably. Like, how much longer are you gonna are you gonna have that? You know what I mean? Like, they they should be pouncing to try and get a pitcher, and they're not any like any conversation for that. Now, I don't even know if Rodon is is someone that they're interested in. If if they get Rodon though, then then I then I will say that I was wrong. But like any of these other, like these position players, no, I don't, I don't understand why they'd be in on that. If they weren't going to trade Dylan Carlson for, for Juan Soto, why would they pay whatever for whoever? I don't like that. Doesn't make any sense to me, Luke. That doesn't make any sense to me. So if the, if the Cardinals are spending any significant money, this, this off season, this winter, the winter means whatever, it will be for a pitcher. And if it's not, then I'm going to feel pretty good about being in co- competition with the Cardinals in the division next season. The, barring what the Cubs do, of course. But you see, that's, you see, that's where I'm at. You see how we get Cody out of the gray, cloudy winter doldrums? You just mention a team like the Cardinals and his blood just boils. It takes it takes him from a, a, an afternoon nap right on that nice couch back there behind him straight into irate blood boiling syndrome like he, he goes that quickly the switch goes um by the I'm way i'm saying i just think that they're not going to spend a they're not going to give someone a 10-year contract they didn't do it for albert pujols back in the day are you kidding me they're gonna give carlos correa a 10-year contract plus all their fans would just they'd be pissed because they gave it to a cheater correa. yeah oh i don't, my I don't God. think they're going after correa maybe, maybe they would like the the swanson move but then where are they going to cut payroll um, in other places, near insane. Cubs need five positional players, a DH, and two starters for ninety million. Yikes! <laughs> well, yeah. that, I mean, if if that's where they're setting it at ninety million, you know, like <laughs> again, I would take a huge chunk of that and still put it at shortstop. Yeah, absolutely. and then I would filter in with a bunch. If if it has to be, if that's all they're going to spend, then that that better be the biggest chunk of it going to shortstop and then you filter in the other pieces however you want because moving forward 
it, it's best for the franchise to have him and then Nico move over and play great second base and move forward. I, I said I don't I don't think going all in on the pitcher is the way to go. I would go all in though, however, on new LED lights, and the Cubs have already done that. The Comed Energy Efficiency. They looked really program. nice at Winterland. That's right. They did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Right. They extra nice bright there. Was Wrigley extra bright? Extra, extra bright. Extra bright, Luke. Could have been the holiday spirit too. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments and it can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually. They last about two hours, then within three to four weeks, Customers receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on right away. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. So don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash powering biz. Ready to sign up for a facility assessment? Call them at 1-855-433-2700 during normal business hours to speak with a ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative. You can also email them at businessee at comed.com or request an assessment online on their website at comed.com slash facility assessment. I'm sorry for all my yelling, but thank you all for being here today. Yeah, great crowd, great crowd in the <laughs> chat. It just shows that Cubs fans are ready to let yeah. loose if the Cubs finally do something in free agency. Like now, now the hair on the back of the neck starting to tingle a little bit with Turner off the board, Verlander's off the board, Degrom's off the board. It just makes so much sense for Getting the Cubs real. to get one of these shortstops. It makes absolutely no sense to not do it. Like based off everything that Jed has said, and you know where the team is, like. We've been sitting here talking about how they need to get this guy and this guy to be, a, you know, just a wild card team next year. And it's like you, you, we've seen some of the guys that they have on the team and like the potential that's there. You got to add some vets. You got to add some proven guys in there to like help sure that up. And like Correa, Bogarts, Swanta, I don't care. Just one of them, man. One of them. And then and then you start to fill out the rest of the roster, whether it's Bellinger, whether it's, you know, Mancini or or whoever, like, right. you know, uh, other, you know, I do think a guy like Tyon is is like I we, like I said earlier in the show. I do think that that's a, a a very would be a very solid move. You're he's coming off. You look at his numbers on Fangraphs. He's coming off a year he pitched 177 innings. Luke, yeah. How many times I say last year that they didn't have any starting pitching depth? You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's done it. He didn't pitch in 2020. I don't remember why. Whether it was because he was hurt or because he just didn't want to play in the COVID year. And but other than 2019. He's pitched over 100 innings every season of his career. And, and he, when he was with the Pirates, he was really good. So you're bringing him back. If you get him, you bring him back into a division where he had success. And I understand the Cubs aren't going to play the Pirates 20 times like they have over the course of existence. But because of the new schedule, Maka, but like he's going to have to pitch against teams that he had showed success against. So I, I, I think that's a very solid move. And I hope that the Cubs are are in on that if, it, if it's. If it's not Senga, if it's not Rodon or whoever, right. like I, I think he'd be a very solid addition. It's not going to be someone who's going to get anyone really excited, but I do think that, like, yeah, you got to get the shortstop, but you got to get some of these other guys too. So 
God, yeah, just do something. Rich, Hill. Rich Hill's probably coming back for a year. Oh, like, Luke, don't even speak into existence, man. Uh, Cody, what are you gambling existence. on for the NBA? You got a little DraftKings action going? Excited? Uh, I, 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 I'm always excited, Luke. What are you talking about? I'm always excited about DraftKings. Like I said earlier, I was I was riding IUPUI and in, in Green in Green Bay this morning. Uh, trying to find the DraftKings app. There it is. Uh. But you know there is NBA tonight, so I'm gonna I'm gonna you know consider this time of the year. Everyone's excited about the gifts, the holiday spirit. Uh, but what about all the basketball? When I when I throw down on the NBA action, it's got to be with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just five dollars pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings. Same game, parlays. Cubs fans in, in Maryland. I, get, I think sports betting's just coming yeah. to Maryland. So yeah. if you're in Maryland, yeah. you can get on Cubs DraftKings Sportsbook. Maryland. Listen up. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful time to be alive if you're in Maryland. I mean, what were you doing before sports betting wasn't legal there? Probably being bored out of your mind watching the Orioles suck for the last decade, except for this year. <laughs> Download the app now and get in on the holiday hoops action. Sign up with code CHGO and place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details in the YouTube description or podcast description. I'm sorry, I almost forgot to read the ad, Luke. So thank you for pointing me in the right direction. And no problem whatsoever. Um <laughs> We've seen a couple a couple other quick notes to point out. One was that Brian Reynolds from the Pirates, all-star outfielder, is basically demanding a trade out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, well, he's young and pretty good. That 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 changes some <laughs> of the outfield looks. But I mean, what are you going to have to give up to get him? And are the oh Pirates really going to do in the in the division? Are they going to trade that guy? Probably I don't think not. they'll trade him in. I don't think they'll trade him in division. However, if the Cardinals just swoop in there and just fleece uh, them because that's what the Cardinals do. Like I would, that would honestly bother me more than them signing like a, a major player. Cause I think Brian Reynolds is really good. Every time we watch the Cubs and Pirates play this past year, we were always like, Oh, here comes Reynolds. Like he's like one of the three good players on that team, man. And I can't believe the Pirates are, have messed that relationship relationship up because like he is really good. He is someone that, yeah, I would love on the Cubs. He's the perfect fit for the Cubs in center field right now. Absolutely. Perfect fit. Yeah. But yeah, if the Cubs actually did try to trade for him, I mean, they would have to give up. They would have to give up a, a decent haul, I think, because yeah. again, he's young and 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 when and you very, hope your guys good. are coming, you still hope your guys are coming. You hope Brennan Davis is coming. I saw mm -hmm. Miguel Amaya is finally walking without a boot at uh, catcher uh, after his what do they call it, Liz Frank um, surgery on his ankle. Mm -hmm. I, we've talked about the injury thing over and over. I. I don't want the podcast to end without pointing out that Fred McGriff is in the hall of, going to the Hall of Fame. And while he is not crime a, dog. Yeah, the crime dog, although he is not a super lifelong cub, he did play two pretty positive seasons for the Cubs. 42 home runs in two seasons. He almost got to 500 career home runs. Mm -hmm. Really consistent guy. And again, it's this committee built up of 16 former players, uh, contemporary Hall of Fame committee. Rhino's on it. Greg Maddox is on it. Uh, Frank Thomas is on it. They once again completely zero votes for Bonds, Clemens, Rafael Palmero, 
Um, it was like less chilling. than four for each of them, right? Like what? Yeah, I thought like they, they basically votes. shut those guys out. I thought they got votes, but it was less than four for all of those guys you just mentioned. I thought maybe they maybe they did all go zero, but either I, way, I like, heard somebody people complaining like, "What's your reasoning? What's your reasoning?" I know what the reasoning is. The reasoning is steroids. Like, yeah, we we know for a fact what the reasoning is. It's just that, um, there are guys that are. We talked about Pudge. Like, come on, guys, he's in the Hall of Fame, and he he was mm. a steroid guy. Like Jeff Bagwell, yeah. I mean, I mean there are certain guys that have gotten in already, so it's 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 an interesting. <laughs> don't get me wrong, yeah. Fred McGriff's a great player. Was was mm-hmm. a great player, um, but the way different guys are getting in is interesting. It's 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 fascinating it's to see just, who gets in and who doesn't. I Fred was McGriff's hoping, guy. I was hoping that this quote unquote committee would like do the right thing, and the fact that it wasn't even close just shows just how discrediting this 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 the baseball hall of fame is at this point in my opinion i get i if you if you think otherwise that's fine like i again i everyone on this podcast should know by now my take on all the guys who did steroids i know and i'm not i you're it the only way you're gonna get me to change my mind is if you drug me and like and, and remove my memory of everything and then just embed it in my head that that's what I think. There's there's nothing that's gonna get me to change my mind on it. That said, Fred McGriff is very deserving, almost 500 home run hitter. Yeah, it's one of my when I was a very very small child, I liked I loved watching him hit for the like two years that he was with the Cubs. It was he was he, he was a very good player. I, I don't remember his prime years because I was so young. But like, yeah. I mean, yeah. he, you look at the numbers, he was very deserving. He had a 30 home run season at age 38 with the Cubs. So, you know, paying some of these guys into their late thirties, maybe isn't always a terrible idea. Uh, sooner or later, the Cubs are going to have to do it again. A reminder. I know we got to wrap up this podcast because we had other podcasts today, but we're right on the fringe of this. So if, and when the Cubs do make a big deal, a Ryan is in San Diego. So we got a guy there with feet on the ground, digging around when jed talks he'll have something for us uh check all all chgo.com um some of the content a lot more of the content is now out from behind the paywall so you can read ryan's stuff there there's still the paywall for the diehards um but we will have an emergency podcast if something big happens if if that's later today jump right back here we'll cody and i'll throw it out on twitter chgo cubs will put it out on twitter um chgo sports will put it out on twitter and if the Cubs do throw their feet into this pool and get in the mix in this card game, we'll be here with an emergency podcast. Um, and it's time, Cody. It's time. Trey Turner, 11 years, $300 million, no trade clause. Verlander Damn. off the board, two years, $86 million. DeGrom off the board, five years. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying they were ever in on any of those three guys. I'm just saying the dominoes have started. And the dominoes the Cubs are looking for or hoping for, they're starting to tick down further and further close to their mix. So let's see what happens. I, I am I am you're, the You're hopeful? I, I'm hopeful, but I'm I'm the gif of the guy with the stick and I'm pointing at the, the Cubs logo and I'm saying do something. Like just impatiently, just impatiently hitting. I'll say Aaron judge is the next guy to sign. That's the way it sure seems that the next big name off the board will be Aaron judge. And if, if judge is the guy that comes off the board is the last thing I'll say. And let's say he goes to the Dodgers or the giants. Well, then that, that because of the money that'll be involved, that is going to impact the free agent shortstop market as well for some of these teams. So 
Every, every it, it's like you injure your shoulder. Now your elbow hurts. Your elbow hurts. Now your wrist hurts. Your wrist hurt. It's all connected. So let's see. Let's see what happens. And again, Ryan's there. We're ready to do an emergency pod, right? Because we're home. We're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Get a little ring light. Got the microphone. <laughs> we're ready to go. And a, and a huge shout out to the chat who was uh, awesome. Yep. Really great, great numbers along. in the chat today. Appreciate it as always. And even if I do disagree with some of you, I still appreciate you being here. Um, that said, I'm still interested in talking some baseball. I'm going to be playing Call of Duty uh, on my YouTube channel at three o'clock. If anyone wants to come watch and talk right. baseball with me, you, if that's how you want to de-stress, that's the way to do it. Yeah, I need to distract myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> multiplayer. Someone yelled at me about on Twitter about how playing like playing multiplayer in 2022 is like bad. And I, that, then I felt like, I felt like old man on the, on my old man on uh yelling at the clouds or something like yeah. that whenever I wanted to reply back. And then I didn't cause I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, make him upset, but he made me upset. So. All right. We got to, we got to make way for the next podcast, which I believe is the Blackhawks. So thank you to everybody checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's, Top-rated sportsbook. Use CHGO when you sign up, and don't forget to download that app at DraftKings. They are the best, and we appreciate them. We appreciate you. We'll see you very soon, hopefully later today, if we're all lucky. Until then, fly the W. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.